Now, the term feng shui today have been literally translated as wind and water and the basic understanding for most people when they hear the word feng shui is how their interior home is decorated. Well, this is far from the truth. Feng shui literally can mean wind and water, but what it describes is a method or a science of harnessing the environmental energies to enhance human lives. Now, if you're interested in learning more, please watch my other videos where I explain in detail what the systems of Feng Shui is about and there will be guides for beginners just like you to learn a bit more about what each system entails and how you can actually deploy some of the techniques in your life. Now, if you have not already done so, please subscribe to my channel and click on the bell icon to get notified for any new videos that I will be releasing. A lot of times we have mistakenly think that feng shui means what we put around the house, how we decorate the place, or whether something, whether the color schemes are right or not. This is not feng shui, okay? In reality, feng shui is actually a relatively new term to describe what the ancients, the ancient Chinese philosophers uh, call hum yu. Hum yu is a science of understanding the environment to understand how nature, mother nature and energy flows from our environment and how to harmonize with it so that these energies can help us in succeeding in life. So the study of feng shui uh, is really about understanding the alignment of four specific factors. Number one, alignment with the environment. Now when we say environment, we are referring to mountains and water. These are natural mother nature contours of the land. Sometimes you may say, I don't see a mountain, I don't see water. Well, it's there, obviously. This is uh, the, the lands have high and low, water has flow as well. These are where energy comes from. When you go to a place, right, when you visit a place, you can feel, literally feel that some places gives you more vibrance. Some places are just dull and, you know, uh, sad and gloomy. These human beings have a, uh, have a reception to these things, okay? So when your environment creates such energy flows. So the study of feng shui is to allow us a, a specific methodical way to connect to the environment. Now you may be asking, what's the purpose of connecting to it? What's the point? Well, the point is this, if the environment acts against you, you will feel unhappy, unhealthy, somewhat pessimistic, gloomy, Sometimes it, sometimes we just don't feel good in an area. When our energy level is low, we are more pessimistic, we don't feel like doing things, we feel like complaining all the time. But if our environment supports us, our energy vibration is high, we are more optimistic, we are happier, we are nicer to other people. Look at all the complainers around the world, right? Everyone's complaining, this is not good, that's not good. Maybe their environment is working against them. That's why they're not feeling at their best. So the study of feng shui is really about the environment. Now, a lot of people assume that feng shui is about the stone lions they have in front of the door or the Chinese decos uh, in the house. That's not, it's just a term describing the signs of the environment. Now, the purpose is aligning environment with the people of the living in a, or working in a specific property. Therefore, the second most important thing in feng shui is to understand the building's alignment or at least your unit or your home. How you align the rooms and the areas that you use the most in accordance to what you want to achieve. Now, harmonizing doesn't mean just harmony. Harmony for what? You need to have a purpose. In feng shui, the energy can be geared towards supporting your career goals, supporting your family goals, supporting your personal development goals. You gotta have a purpose here. If the environment supports you, you already want at least 50% of this game of life. It's very difficult 
to overpower or over willpower the environment. No matter how positive you think you are, but the environment is negative, sooner or later, you might cave in. That's why we need the environment to be positive, to support us. So the first and foremost principle of feng shui is to understand what are the energies of the environment and how we can tap to it. It is not what we place in the house. People think that, hey, you know, this Buddha statue is the one that caused the feng shui. It's not. It's just an item in the house. No items in the house can deflect the chi. It's all about understanding the five elements, which is a variation of that vibrational energy that we talked about, how we can align to it because we are also a vibrational energy form. And so if we vibrate at the correct alignment, we get positive outcome. When we clash with the alignment, there's a negative outcome. So think about it this way. So if our energy at level is high, uh, we have less illness, we're more optimistic, we're happier. And as a happier person, people around us will also be happy. They'll be impacted by our own happiness. Our vibration can affect other people. If the energy of the home is not good, if feng shui is not good, generally you go home, you argue with people, you see your wife's face, you want to vomit. It's a lot of things that you know cause you to feel uneasy at home. Illness after illness, problems after problems. If you're suffering from that, it's quite likely that your feng shui is not good. Now, it's not just about moving furniture around. A lot of people think that feng shui is like, oh, do I have to move my furniture around, change new bed, hack the door and, and change the direction? Not so. Not like this. You gotta understand that feng shui is about alignment. But sometimes the alignment is fairly simple because in the house, you obviously, or in your studio apartment, there, there must be some space that be, you'll be using for sleeping, you'll be eating, you'll be watching TV, watching Netflix. The areas that you use the most, you are subject to the vibration of that area. This whole study is feng shui, okay? So the correct understanding of feng shui is to understand how you can align to such energy. It is like this. It's like similar to, you know, there's Wi-Fi signal everywhere. All you need to do is understand where the signal is strongest and log in with the right password. Many people think that feng shui is about buying the right plant or having the right color schemes. I know this is a popular concept in the West, but it's not a true concept or true practice of how we use feng shui here in the East. When we do feng shui for you know, corporations or business people, for business tycoons, we don't go in there and say, you know what, your IBM logo shouldn't be blue, it should be red. That's bullshit. Yeah? So it's not about the colors. The colors impact how you feel about things psychologically, but it doesn't change the, the chi that we talk about in feng shui. In feng shui, the energy, when we use the terms dragons, mountain dragons and water dragons, is just to describe contours of land and how the flow from the external come into the property. So to truly, truly, truly practice feng shui, you gotta understand the four main factors that influence qi flow. Number one, environment. Number two, building. Number three, the residents or the people, their own personal date and time of birth. And number four, time aspects. So when you understand these four components, and understand how this works in unison, then you are practicing feng shui. Now, in feng shui itself, there are many different schools. I'm sure you have probably heard that this master says that or that practitioner say that. Why is it so conflicting? That is because their perspectives are different. So there are different systems of feng shui used for different purposes. In a nutshell, there are two major schools. 
okay, the school A and school B. You can think of it as the Oxford of Feng Shui and then there's the Cambridge of Feng Shui. They're both great schools. They both have their sub-schools that belong to the main core. Okay, so but their principles of understanding or manipulating energy flow is somewhat different. The first school is called San He or the Three Harmony School. Three Harmony School places 70% of its formulas or understanding on the environment. It's like the evergreen model of Feng Shui. When we say evergreen model, it means that this school of Feng Shui, San He, the Three Harmony School, says that if you select the right property in the right location with the correct alignment, you don't have to do adjustments on a 20 or, or yearly basis. You don't have to do major changes uh, in the short run because you already got the big picture done. Once you select the right location, the right mountain formations and water, these are unlikely to change in the long run, right? So you get the overall slow but steady approach. Then there's the San Yuan system. San Yuan means three cycle system. Three cycle system largely places its uh, importance on the time cycle. So um, it says that, hey, you know, place less importance on the landforms, but more important on the cyclical changes of energy. So they will take the direction, the location, the sectors within the property and look at what energy affects that specific area at a specific point in time. So it's time-based. So they keep changing or moving around the house or realigning the house so that it is in sync with the changes through time. Now, which school is better? It's a difficult question to answer, but I can put it this way. Um, the evergreen model, the Sanhe system, is better if you're doing development projects. For example, if I'm engaged to uh, look at a development project with 500 houses or you're talking about a township planning, which we have done before for our clients, we got to look at long term. We can't keep changing every single unit every single year. Whereas if you're doing for an individual client, right, or if you're using Feng Shui individually, you want to see results like this year, right, or in the next couple of months. You don't want to wait like 30 years before you see the major improvement, uh, major changes in your life. You want, to, you want to see immediate changes. So San Yuan is better for smaller but immediate changes, whereas San He, which is Tree Harmony, is better for long-term evergreen model that slowly but surely you gain success. So really in our practice of Feng Shui, classical Feng Shui is the term that I use for authentic or original Feng Shui. It's a combination of both. It depends on the needs of the client or yourself, whatever goals that you want to achieve. So most of the time, because we practice this on an individual level, we use Sun Yuan, the three cycle system. The three cycle systems include subsystems like Flying Star Feng Shui, for example, or annual yearly Feng Shui. Some of you might have heard this term before, that, that changes every single year. Now you may say, what? I need to change every single year? Well, we have goals every single year, right? We have different needs, different purpose, right? Different things to solve. Things that you need to solve on a timely basis, the best to do is look at the three cycle system. Whereas if you are investing, whereas if you are a big developer talking about major development, you're gonna build a, a 50-story building, for example, you can't change every single year. So we're gonna look at the long-term cycle. That's when we use the three harmony systems. In Feng Shui, it's a combination of both when you want to get the results for your life because we all have long-term goals. We have five-year to 10-year goals. Our five-year to 10-year goals, we'll look at big picture, okay? Me, for instance, for example, when I first started uh, in my uh, Feng Shui career, you know, I was a nobody. I was 19 years old. It's very difficult to get clients. It's very difficult to, you know, uh, be competitive to all the older masters who are out there who've done this for like 30, 40, or 100 years. So how do I do that? I need to position myself. I got to find a piece of land or move to an area where the land forms, the environment is good to be able to support my the capacity or the dream that I want. 
But in order to achieve that, I also need to make yearly adjustments to make sure I hit my yearly targets, my yearly goals. So to, I use a combination of both systems simultaneously. So we call this Zonghap. Zonghap means a combination of two systems. Now, on the surface level, it looks a bit complicated, but really it's just long-term and short-term goals. If you understand that um, in life we have long-term goals, what we want in five to ten years time, and what we want to achieve in the next three months, you know that this is basically how you know feng shui is applied. In every aspect of our lives, we have you know big picture. In every aspect of our life, we also have things that we want immediately. A lot of small goals add together make a big goal. So a combination of both systems is the correct way to get what you want in life. And, and by the way, you can't use feng shui if you don't know what you want. The problem is a lot of people think, oh, I like feng shui because my friend is using feng shui. That's not how feng shui works. You gotta have a need first. What do you want to achieve? Or at least what's bothering you right now? So if there's a certain aspect that is bothering you, maybe relationships, you're not getting what you want. Maybe in wealth, you're not getting what you want. Uh, maybe in your career, you're receiving some blockages or you're, you're having some blockages and issues somewhere. If you can identify what that is, you can deploy the right type of feng shui, right type of feng shui method at least, to actually mitigate that problem. Listen, what feng shui is not is it doesn't, you can't set up something and then you strike the lottery the next week, okay? It doesn't happen like that. If it happens like this, then in reality, I don't need to do any videos, I don't need to do any feng shui consulting, I just sit here and just hitting the lottery all the time. It's not possible. People have the wrong concept of feng shui. That's not how feng shui works because this, we're talking about vibrational energies from our environment that supports us being a better human being. So that takes time, okay? So I know one of the questions that you guys might be asking is, how long does it take to work? Well, for the short-term feng shui, the three cycle, the Sanyo method, it can be as fast as two weeks to a month or it can take maximum up to a year. Whereas for the long-term feng shui, you might need to wait a few years before you actually see the results. Because to make major changes, sometimes we don't see the change. Like for example, building a business empire, you have struggles and struggles and struggles and struggles. And someday you just look back, hey, you just moved so far ahead and now you are successful already and people don't even know what you've done in the last couple of years. So a lot of times there's a lot of hard work, perseverance needed, but with the long-term feng shui in place, most likely you reach your goal, you have the determination and the motivation to succeed. It changes your personality from the core. Whereas uh, San Yuan system changes the circumstances, maybe alters the events and impacts that it has on your life. So the both systems have a strength. You just need to understand which is needed at any point in time to achieve your goals in your life. Now, if you have enjoyed this video, please leave me a comment or leave me a comment to at least let me know that you're here and tell me what other topics that you would like me and my team to film for you. Give me a thumbs up so that me and my team are encouraged to film the next video. And please, I do appreciate if you can share this video with all your friends.